Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our guest host on this program is Pastor Brian Lennertz. We're going to spend 25 minutes together, as we usually do, telling you the stories of our church, interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We have two services Sunday morning that we'd love to invite you to, either at 8.45 a.m. or at 10.45 a.m. There's Japanese and Korean translation available during that 10.45 a.m. service. And that's also when we have our live stream, which is at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, Pastor Larry Nagengast will be preaching on heaven. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Brian Lennertz. Hi, Pastor Brian. Hafidei, Chris. Thanks for having me today. We're delighted to have in the studio today Pastor Jake Schnorr. Pastor Jake, welcome to the show. Half a day. Good to be here. Now, for um, many who are listening who might not be aware of who you are and what you do, could you kind of tell the the listener a little bit of your um, your background here, of your responsibilities? Yeah. We've been here, my wife and I, for about four years. And uh, from the very beginning, we've been uh, blessed with the opportunity to serve with the singles here at Harvest and on Guam. So we lead a group called The Young Pros. And about a year ago, we branched off and added a group just called Next Gen, which is specifically college. And so every Wednesday, we meet here for a Bible study, actually at our house for people just in college. So if you're at UOG or GCC or just online, we'd love to have you out any Wednesday. Uh, and then on Thursday nights is when we, we have the Young Pros, which is basically outside of college, but still uh, single and many of them are in their careers or trying to figure out what the next step is in their career. Uh, just at a lot of crossroads. So we have a lot of crossroad conversations for major life events and we just love walking through it with everyone who comes. So got a great group together and I could talk a long time about that, but I know it's not the focus today. I know it's been exciting what God's been doing with young pros and next gen and we're excited to see what he has planned for the future. Um, before we get to our topic of the day, uh, you and Brittany had a little addition to the family. Uh, it's kind of an exciting thing to share with the listener. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, briefly, um, we heard about the opportunity to adopt a girl from Palau. That was back in May. And we got in contact through the attorney general in Palau and got in contact with the birth mom. And she kind of shared her story and basically said she believes that um, having given her child up for adoption would be the best choice for her baby. And when we gave her all of our information, they had a background check and everything. And they, she called us. We shared our story and our passion for foster care, but also adoption. And it just became very clear for everyone that God was leading this. And then we went to Palau at the very end of July. And then uh, August 15th was actually when we officially adopted her. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have had a little extra smile on your face. A um, couple more bags under your eyes too. So yeah. it's been a joy to yeah. see that. Well, we do want to talk about our theme for the day and that's community groups. Uh, community groups is a new ministry that Harvest is taking on, uh, and many might not be aware of what a community group is. So maybe we'll just start with the basic question. What is a community group? Yeah, the way I like to phrase it in a succinct thought is a small group of people, probably no less than six to eight, and really no more than 12 to 15, 
uh, where we gather together on a regular basis around the island in homes. And our, our focus in those times, I, and my, my burden for this is to have fellowship and discipleship. And so a time where we can grow together, but really where we can grow well, in our walks with the Lord. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this word fellowship. Um, maybe you can distinguish for us, what does true biblical fellowship look like? If that's our goal in community groups, mm -hmm. how, how would you um, dif differentiate that from hanging out, watching a game together? And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there's like the three Fs of food, fellowship, and fun that sometimes it's hard to distinguish in Christian circles. But for me, fellowship is really this idea of life, on life or sh the sharing of of lives and so if you were to to pour uh water in a glass then you would take maybe uh some kool-aid mix and you put it in there uh, you won't be able to tell the difference between the mix and the water because you're blending those things together and i really believe if we as a church are living out all the commands and are, are living how the the new testament shows that our lives will begin to be blended together and we'll be able to be more unified and so from this life blending of life happening from living out the commands and just allowing experiences to happen and allowing the body to be the body i think this this sharing of experiences of everything that god's done is maybe one way i would describe fellowship yeah now is this your first exposure to community groups or have you been in them before in the past the church that I was at before, which actually you would know uh, a number of things about, Brookside Baptist Church in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Uh, before we came out to, to Guam, I was interning there, and we had a couple-year campaign where we uh, uh, built up to it and then officially launched it. And actually, we came out here going into that second year. And so we were there for the launch of it, and I got to see from kind of start to, to finish of what it would take to get a church who's really never done this before, to the point where uh, they're at least got them set up, divided up, and then he, here's the vision of it. So I got a taste of it, but then getting thrown into the, the thick of it here, uh, planning it kind of from ground zero and working with the, all the pastors has been an amazing opportunity. Yeah, no, doing this is quite the endeavor. And with that, you have to give some things up. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really a big discussion that we have is, mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to be continuing the adult Bible fellowships at this time in replacement for it. And obviously our adult Bible fellowships yeah. were so important to our church body. Why is it that that community groups are so important that we would make this such a focus in our next steps as a ministry? Yeah. I heard a pastor say it the other day, a healthy body, human body that is, is consistent of healthy cells. Every healthy body must have, and it by, by default, it does have really healthy cells. And the cell is just the smallest possible breakdown of the human body. The cells are what make up the entire body. It's what makes up every single part of everyone's body. And our vision is to have the body of Christ here at Harvest to be able to be broken down into the smallest really usable and helpful groups and to have those be healthy so that we can have the healthiest body as a whole here at Harvest and then really playing our part as the body of Christ around the world. 
And we believe that and unless we have a, a format like this, it's it's easy to come to harvest, fall between some cracks, and maybe even uh, leave without being able to have that that personal connect with people, having the opportunities to share your burdens, your heart, uh, your concerns, maybe questions you have. And so, but yeah, that, that word picture of just the cells within the body, we want to be able to have those venues and then focus on those to have the the cells healthy, which will then make us as a, a whole body healthier. Yeah. Now, now many churches are doing these around uh, the world. Um, why is it? Obviously, the model isn't, you know, we're seeing other churches doing it and, and going to this type of a movement or something like that. Do you see this type of a picture in the scriptures? Do you see it? Mm -hmm. I know you spoke a little bit about this the other week. Sure. Um, what examples do we have biblically on the small group model? Yeah. The early church was the fastest growing church ever. Uh, the In the history of the church over the last, you could just say 2000 years has never grown faster than it did in those first, let's just say 100 years. So one of the questions that I had looking at that is, is what caused it to happen? How did they grow? And there's a, a, a simple argument that's just the grace of God. He allowed them to grow regardless of what they did because he wanted to. But I think one of the things was they had this mindset that we're going to have two settings, two meeting places. Number one, everyone coming together, large group worship in the temple. And we see that there's about three passages in Acts, one in chapter two, one in chapter five, and one later on in the book where they talk about we are meeting in the temple. And then it says, and here's a second setting, house to house. And there's a number of reasons why they did that. Um, if, for, for no other reason, they can't meet all the needs in in the time, the limited time space of gathering uh, uh, in the morning. And then from day to day, house to house, they would individualize the ministry. Um, so that's a New Testament example. And then obviously there's a couple of examples in the Old Testament. And Mo Moses actually twice, we see him dividing up all the nation of Israel. The first time is in chapter 18 of Exodus, and we looked at that on Sunday night, but it's when his father-in-law told him, you are going to wear yourself out and the people of God, if you keep doing this alone, you need to delegate. And then there's actually a second time where he uh, enlists a group of 70 of the most qualified men he could have, and he, he delegates them. Uh, again. So you could see that in the beginning of his ministry, they started it, but then because they needed to kind of revamp it and re revisit it again later on, you see it in the book of Numbers, that he revisited this this burden, this need to divide up. And so I think healthy ministry is is always one where the, the leader is, is able to train and delegate um, authority and responsibility to a smaller group of people. And that way more can be done in less time and it can be more effective yeah now you and i kind of ran a little bit of a test run on these i did one with the young families on sunday night and then you did one with um some of your friends and got together and it really is a time of growing closer and growing deeper with people um, the conversations in the home. There's something about meeting in the home that that's special and unique. Mm -hmm. Where it's not a classroom setting. It's not a, a someone up there just speaking and listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the average person coming, they're probably wondering the question: What should I expect? I mean, what is this really going to look like? 
if I hop into a community group, what should be my expectation on week one, week two, week three, um, heading into one of these? Yeah, there's a lot of things that we could say. Um, if there were three kind of principles that we could go off of, we want people to be able to say harvest is where they belong. Um, there's three B's that I like to think about, and this is not original to me or, or harvest, but um, many churches that do small groups, they ha they'll have something along these three lines. Belonging in the sense of th these are my people. This is my church. I feel welcomed and I, I, I want to be with them. Belonging is one of these things that, that you should be able to expect and be able to find where you may not be able to find it in other areas. You might be able to serve in certain ministries or come on Sunday morning, help with nursery, but you may not feel like these are like you belong as much as we're hoping in the small groups. Belief is the second B. We want every person to grow in their belief in Jesus. So not just feeling close to people, but growing in their knowledge and their belief in God and, and Christ and his word. But then it's not just head knowledge. Obviously, we at Harvest are always wanting people to be transformed into the image of Christ. So this is where the word becoming. So belonging, believing, and then becoming are three kind of guiding principles. You could almost say like they're the, they're the, the when you go bowling and you have the bumpers up, we want to be able to have these kind of as pushing us back towards the center. We don't just want to have a place where you belong, but you don't grow in your belief. And we don't want people to focus on, this is just a Bible study. We're growing in our knowledge, but we're not being changed. We want to have these three prongs as guiding things that not just can set the tone, but can really make an impact on people's lives. Um, but maybe on a practical side, just really quickly, um, very practically, each week, we're going to be doing just a couple of things. There'll be an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and in that hour and 15, we want to do a couple of things. Number one, we want to have a time where you just talk, greet, um, where you're getting to know the people, where you're just catching up briefly. And you're maybe saying how the day went, maybe how the last hour went, especially if you have kids and it's like, oh, getting them from school or to practice, whatever it is. A, time, a buffer time before things get started for people to arrive and just kind of get settled in. And then we want to have people to uh, sing if they want to sing or just having an announcement time. After that will be the one of the, the centerpieces. There's going to be two major things we want to do. Number one is going to be the pastoral lesson where each week a different pastor will be speaking on a specific one another from the New Testament. And we chose that curriculum of going through all the one another's because we want those to be lived out during this, this time. And so it just seemed like the most natural and logical. If we want these to happen, we should make sure our church knows what they are and how to do it. So the pastoral lesson, and then we have a time of discussion. This is what's going to separate it from just another Bible study. We want to have the groups small enough to where everyone's comfortable talking and can give input, not just to say, this is what I think, but here is how I would like to see this lived out, or here's how I struggle with this passage. And then we can have other mature believers walking through and just handling maybe some burdens that you have and some, some change that you wanna see in your life. After that, we just wanna have a time of prayer to kind of conclude the night, but really, again, um, bind those people together. 
So if you were to have 10 to 15 minutes, which each one of those, it's about an hour and 15. So for more of a principle than a practical standpoint, that's what you can expect. Yeah, you, you brought up a good question earlier. You mentioned, you know, maybe you have kids and that. And I know probably many that are listening, if they have small kids, I, I have four kids. You know, in the back of my mind is, wait a second, I'm going to bring my kids to someone's house. <laughs> what if they break something? What if they're running around? What, what would you say to the, the person who's listening who, who maybe just feels uneasy about the idea of hopping into someone else's home mm -hmm. and connected to that? Obviously, people want to connect with people. So they want to know, okay, whose house am I going to? Am I going to uh, connect with these type of people? Do they have any say in what groups they attend? Mm -hmm. And if, if they have kids or teens, what should they expect? Yeah, one of our, our burdens is to get people in the groups that they think would be best fit for them. And so one of the ways that we do that is we allow people, they're the ones that sign up. And we have a, a master list of 21 different groups uh, for now. That's what we have, 21 groups to choose from. And we make it really simple for them. We just say, put down your, your top five choices and kind of put them in the order of preference. And uh, with that, they have the ability to maybe communicate with a friend who, let's just say you have a couple of kids, you communicate with a friend who also has a couple of kids and you can coordinate uh, in that sense. And uh, But really, we want people to be able to have as much control over the group that they're going to be in as possible. And, uh, and then we, if a certain group is too full, we'll, we'll put it with maybe their second option. And if that one's full, then their, their third option. But we believe that um, uh, having everyone in a group is going to be w the most important thing. And then we want to give them the freedom to be in the group that they choose. Um, so, yeah. So if someone's listening right now and they're saying, you know, I, I'm interested in taking the next step. I want to sign up for a community group. Mm -hmm. How would they go about doing that? The easiest would just be going to our website, which is hbcguam.org. hbcguam.org. You'd be able to scroll. It, it's right there on the main page, actually. It's the biggest thing we're, we're promoting right now. It's, uh, it, it's very well put together on our website. You can just click on, there's just a link that'll take you to the master list of all the, all of the, the hosts and the leaders. And so you, you just, you can fill out a form online. You can just do it right now. If you're just sitting um, either at your house or outside, you just go on your phone and fill it out. Um, but if you want to come in person, you can, there, we have some forms just right in the front of our auditorium actually. And you can fill out uh, in person and just hand that to uh, just any of the pastors or even if there's a, a deacon on hand, give that to them. And uh, but we have, there's plenty of time to sign up. And even if you you're listening and you forget, and it's a couple weeks away uh, from today, and we've already started, that's okay. We're gonna be at we're gonna be constantly adding people to our groups. And um, the goal would be if we have 21 groups now, maybe in six months we'll have 20. 25 groups where the, the group is growing to the point where we can split off instead of having one group of 20, maybe have two groups of 10. And um, so if you're listening and you feel, or if you forget to sign up in the next few weeks, it is not too late. We'd love to have you join this ministry here at Harvest. Yeah. One last question. Um, are these groups meeting uh, throughout the week? Are they meeting on Sunday specific time? What could I expect for that? Yeah, so we thought a lot about should we have day specific, um, 
groups. And for now, because we're just launching it, we want to make it as simple and as clear as possible. They're all on one day. So our, our goal is to have all the groups meet between Sunday afternoon to Sunday evening. And if you sign up for a leader, that leader will let you know the location of it the time it starts and directions of, of how to get there and maybe if there's anything location specific that leader will coordinate that information with the people who sign up but again the eventually we'd like to have where there's multiple days but for now all on sunday um at, at varied times though and when does this kick off september 11th september 11th well pastor jake thanks so much for joining us here on harvest time it's been a blessing meeting with you absolutely lord bless and thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, we want to invite you again to services this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. We have an 8.45 a.m. service and a 10.45 a.m. service. We'd love to see you at either. Those sign-up sheets for community groups will be available if you attend. By the way, there's Japanese and Korean translation during our 10.45 a.m. service. And that service can also be viewed on live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time. Mm -hmm.